0: This is the Opening Market Podcast here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net as we open up another day in the ag marketplace. Uh, Matt, what have we seen going on so far in the grain markets?
1: You know, it's kind of a quiet market, actually. Here lately, it seems like we'll run up a little bit and then we'll turn around and we'll head the other way. And uh, yesterday was kind of a rough day uh, for several of our markets. Uh, You know, uh, really didn't have a whole lot of upward movement. Corn was down. Oh, I don't know. Eight to nine cents, depending on which contract you were looking at. Soybeans were down, uh, you know, another uh, 10 to 12 cents. And so, you know, basically this whole week for beans has been lower. It's just been kind of a rough go. Uh, Actually had uh, an update there Monday. But other than that, you know, we were down, uh, I think we were up maybe a a dime on Monday, down 13 or 14, uh, 11 or 12, you know, and then, and you're down again here today. So uh, my thought process going into the weekend, it's harvest. It's a really tough time to rally the markets. Uh, we've been watching uh, outside markets very closely. Uh, whenever you look at crude oil being up again, I mean we're almost at ninety dollars. That definitely lends some support. But then you look over at the dollar, and it's up again after a strong day yesterday. So uh, you know it's one of those things where uh, you got to watch very closely on what's going on on the macro level, not just what's going on in Ag country.
0: Of course, and you know one of those global things we're seeing going on is that uh, crops from Brazil are really hitting the market, and that's you know their prices are uh, going lower and uh, just creating that competition. So how is that continuing to uh, affect our U.S. prices?
1: Yeah, I mean there's definitely a lot of competition uh, worldwide. Uh, the dollar being strong makes our products more expensive on the world market, and it's not really doing us any favors there. But at the same time, there's a lot of angst and concern about the black sea region you know ukraine and russia how much of the corn and wheat stocks out of that part of the world will actually hit the world market moving forward and will they even plant a normal size crop so you know there's still uh probably ways to talk that on both sides but the bottom line right now is that we do have high prices here and high prices are designed to cure high prices typically to either uh, get more supply coming our way or to get demand lowered and probably looking at a little bit of both of those things moving forward so as a producer you got to understand that these high prices aren't going to stick around forever and try to do a little something to manage that risk
0: and of course uh one of the kind of main issues we're seeing just in the u.s right now is the fact that the mississippi river is still low and we just can't get barges out to the gulf coast you know how is that affecting the marketplace as well
1: yeah i mean there's no doubt that it's uh you know it's uh it's a big issue, you know, whenever you look at what's going on, I mean, there's no question that, uh, you know, not only is it grain flow down to the Gulf, but fertilizer from the Gulf up into the heart of the Midwest where we need to apply dry fertilizer, potash, phosphate, things like that. And so, Uh, no question uh, about it. It's it's an issue. And so uh, moving forward, I guess, what you've got to ask yourself is, what's this weather pattern going to look like? I mean, it's a weird time of year to really be begging for rain. Typically, that's what we do in the summertime. But, you know, there's no question that, uh, you know, um, uh, there's no question that if we don't get some rain here soon, the problem is that you won't be able to float barges down the river with a full load. And anytime you can't do that, all that does is increase the cost of shipment.
0: All right, and uh, livestock's not trading quite yet on the day, but what are we thinking we'll see in that marketplace today?
1: You know, whenever you look at the livestock calls right now, it looks a little blase, nothing major. Up just a shade is most of the calls that I've seen for fat cattle and for, uh, for feeder cattle as well. You look over at the hogs, and it's basically the same thing. Steady to higher. nothing super exciting just yet.
0: All right, Matt. Lots of great information today for those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at agmarket.net. How can they do that?
1: Yeah, it's just that. Agmarket.net, if they go there on the web, they can get all of our technology, research, and uh, ways to get a hold of us.
0: That again was Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. We'll go ahead and take a look at those opening market prices. December corn is up one even at six seventy six and a half. and a half. November soybeans down five and a half at 13.52 and a half. December soybean meal went unchanged at 3.94.40. December soybean oil down 14 at 65.88. Chicago wheat up 16 even at 8.95 even. Minneapolis spring wheat up 16 and a half at 9.79 even. Kansas City hard red wheat up 18 and a quarter at 9.83 and a quarter. And December oats up half a cent at 3.97 and a half. On the Merck, October live cattle up 17 at 145.50, October feeders up 12 at 175.85, October lean hogs up 25 at 92.62, December pork cutout up 112 at 88.42, and class 3 milk up 8 cents at 22.19. And that's been a check of the opening market prices. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to Matt Bennett of AgMarket.net for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later for the Closing Market Podcast as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.